Today's episode is brought to you by Calm. Calm is here to relax you and calm you. <laughs> I guess that's the point. We'll talk about that later. Now let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Live, 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 live. In four hour recording studio. Recording. Wake the ass up, it's the Grand Dog in the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Gax and Grand Dog in the morning. Greetings. No, it's still weird. It's still- <laughs> I had to call back to it. <laughs> Saying greetings is still weird. <laughs> greetings, friends. It is I. Count Chocula. Count Chocula? Is, that's, that's the one vampire you went with? I Count feel like Chocula? he's the one vampire that would say greetings. Greetings. <laughs> you know what? He would be like, welcome to my chocolate mansion. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're right. He is the most delicious of vampires. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Do you think uh, he tastes like chocolate or does he suck chocolate or, like, how does Count Chocula work? Why is he Count Chocula? Oh, he Chocula? sucks chocolate. He's sucking <laughs> chocolate hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Yeah. Good, um, good start to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, why, why are we even talking about this? I don't know. You're the one who said, I'm Count Chocula. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. Uh, <laughs> let me talk about something I have been doing. Okay. <laughs> you haven't been doing Count Chocula? All right, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> or sucking chocolate. Uh, I have been watching Bob and Brad Physical Therapists. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Every time you say, let me tell you something I've been doing. I don't know why I expect it to be like going on walks in the park. Or like, it's always like, so I've been watching Bob and Brad physical therapists. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I have been trying to walk more, but it's like March. So it's like one day is like 40 and one day is like 65. And you got like, you know, it's like, is it going to be good today? Yep. It's cold. Yeah. Uh, so instead physical therapy. I understand. So yeah, instead physical therapy. Cause I've been getting like, who would have guessed from sitting at a computer chair, staring one direction hunched over would cause neck pain? Uh, but it does. <laughs> and so I was like, God, like right in my upper low, just my entire neck. It's just like, eh. And I was getting like up in the, uh, I guess it's called the suboccipital area. It's the, uh, the base of your skull, like in the back of your head. Uh-huh. What was happening there? Just getting like tight, it would be like like little like pains, and you're like ah, you know. I I don't I don't my my pain is always right behind the eyes. Uh, that can actually be caused by suboccipitals. Well, there you go. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe that's my problem. Pretty much, it's usually all posture related. Uh, so pretty much, Bob and Brad, physical therapists. All right, so you go on the YouTube.com, and I was is like, it YouTube.com I gotta find the- slash Bob and Brad. Uh, is it Bob and Brad? Uh, it's physical therapy video. Just search Bob and Brad, though. You'll find him. Right, so, of course. <laughs> uh, I was like, all right, all these physical therapists, I just need some neck exercises. And then I came across Bob and Brad, who are like two older, 
Wisconsin, Minnesota men. Bobandbrad.com is their website. So, I mean, <laughs> you know. All right. And then all you have to do is just click on one of their videos and listen to the first 10 seconds, their little jingle. It's been stuck in my head. Oh, no, I'm on their website. I got to go to YouTube now. You got to do it. You got to do it. Bob and Brad. Yeah, you're right. Bob and Brad pops up immediately. Okay. It's a catchy jingle. Both these guys look like the dad of the girl you're trying to date. (laughs) 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 The dad who's like cool. You know, like when you show up and you think he's going to be like, he's going to be like, what are you doing with my daughter? And say he's like, oh, hey, you're the one dating my little girl. And you're like a little weirded out by it. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. And he's like, you got to correct your posture there, bud. <laughs> Welcome to the family. Yeah, he's that guy. All right, I'm going to click on get right. rid of knots. Okay, do it. Bob and Brad, the two most famous physical therapists on the internet. Well, that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob and Brad. <laughs> like if Physical you watch enough of them, <laughs> it's gonna be stuck in your head for days. It is almost as bad as like one eight 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 eight. Is that right? Then you, they're just like, hey there, you know here we are. It's Bob and Brad. They just have like the Minnesota Wisconsin accent. <laughs> Yeah, they're big fans of the Vikings and Packers, from what I can tell. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been, I've pretty much just been watching them for how to correct my posture and my muscle issues and all the things. Is that on all their videos? Do muscle relaxers work? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Physical therapy. <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> 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 on the internet you know what it, it it has the lyrical flow of those um you know the car the, the car parts commercials that have the the music videos in them they're like really bad oh, they're, yeah. they're not even they don't even rhyme they're like rock auto get in the store you got the rock <laughs> like it's, it's terrible they're just not but the problem is is i remember them i guess they work but i'm just like this song sucks like this is a genuinely auto like awful song see i almost said this is a generally (laughs) auto song they got my ass (laughs) yeah they're just like rock auto you need parts for your car rock auto (laughs) the lyrics i guess make sense they sell the product but they're not lyrically good there is no like scheme to them they're like Rock out all the parts your car will ever need. And you're like, what the hell? This song sucks. <laughs> Rock auto. Um, Meanwhile, the standard go-to is Selino and Barnes. Like, that's the one. That Nothing Selena came better than that. Barnes. Injury attorneys. one hundred eight 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 eight. Eight eight eight. <laughs> those are the best ones. I guess Selena and Barnes doesn't exist anymore, but those are the shit. There's uh there's one in Chicago for like personal injury attorney, and he's like, You need me now. It's like two 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 twenty two twenty two. That's my favorite one here. <laughs> oh man. Good commercial good bad commercials are there's a there's a car dealership here in LA. I don't know. Wh- I, I don't want to give a shout out to the wrong car dealership, but they're, uh, every commercial is the same group of like 
four Hispanic dudes, actually three dudes and one lady. And they purposefully make them as cheesy as possible. Like one was Superman and it's like him on a table, but they just green screened out the table. And he's like, I'm bringing you deals. They're so good. They're my favorite ads on TV. I love them. He's like, oh no, look out. It's the deals are coming. And he's like, I'm bringing you deals. I love them. I love them. That reminds me of uh, Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. <laughs> now that's a store. Yeah, just uh, look up if you haven't seen it. It's like from 2009. It's literally just Jones, I guess, dancing with like a dinosaur and a chicken. And it's just like, <laughs> Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. <laughs> people people often say, America has too many commercials that happen. And you're right. Most of our commercials are shit. I would, if I was in Congress, I would make a law that if you spend more than 250 bucks producing your commercial, it cannot be on TV. Enough flash commercials. I want everyone to sell like they're making a really awful YouTube video. You know what I mean? Like just a terrible YouTube video. Those would be the best. Watching those would be amazing. When I think about it, there weren't that many of those when I was watching TV in England, like I feel like they don't they don't have the same quality. No, well, I mean, most of the TV channels that we have access to, I'm sure there are more if you live in a house, but like when you're in a hotel or whatever, most yeah. of them are BBC things like that. Where there, as far as I'm aware, there are no commercials. Yeah, there are funny. other channels like Dave and stuff, but most of those most of those channels, the commercials are like, I don't know one half of the length of an American commercial break. So they seem to fly by. TV's dumb. But listen to our advertisements. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, we have good advertisements. <laughs> our advertisements are, are literally those under $200 advertisements. <laughs> well, that's who we are. We are those advertisers. I'm like, yeah, so then I like uh, used Calm to Sleep. And I heard this story, right? That's a better advertisement than like, Listen to calm. <laughs> It'll help you sleep at night. My name is some celebrity. Right? No, you want us to be yeah. like, put this app in your ear holes, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's a, that's a grade A uh, commercial comparatively. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Bob and Brad <laughs> are <laughs> these physical therapists on the internet. And I've just been watching their videos on how to fix my posture. And, uh, man, it's been, I've been learning how bad my posture is. It's pretty what bad. Do you, what do you mean? Are you not sitting up straight? No, no. God, no. <laughs> how, are you, how are you sitting? When you sit, so, describe to me how you sit. So usually I'll just sit a little hunched over. Not like, I'm not like a hunchback or something, but just like slightly hunched and usually looking a bit down. Uh, and sure. then when I'm streaming or something i realize that i tend to because i have like two monitors and so i tend to look towards the one on the right instead of the one in the middle unless i'm playing something so i'm always either looking middle or right and never left and then i tend to lean forward into the microphone so that i can talk close to it sure. and then i tend to just slowly also adjust more to the right so i just end up twisting my entire body to the right over time and so <laughs> My entire left side is like, it's struggling. 
uh, and they said uh, for every, I don't know, it's like for every inch your head is forward or something, uh, that's like 10 pounds of pressure on your neck. So if you're just like super Damn. leaning forward, it's uh, it's bad. So now <laughs> I am attempting to just constantly like pull my shoulders back and like pull my neck and chin back. There's like chin tucks where you like tuck your chin back. That's one to help. And uh, that one like actually hurts a bit, uh, <laughs> uh, which okay. isn't good. But yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta correct it. And then uh, just doing some other neck neck exercises. There's one like with a towel. You like wrap it around. You like help twist your thing. There's one with like looking up with the towel. You don't want the Hold towel on those videos you showed me. That people look. No, this isn't like you're not getting the crank yank or whatever. This All is right. just uh, you're literally wrapping a towel around your head and then gently like having it help you push your head as you turn it. That's why I was watching Bob and Brad videos on Twitch for an hour the other night because I wanted to play Wheel of Fortune on my Switch, but the dock broke. And so I was like, I'm just going to watch physical therapy videos. So for an hour, I just just chatting, watched uh, Bob and Brad and helped everyone with their posture. And then uh, someone was like, Crendor, are you going to get copyright struck for this? Like, I don't know. And I was like, if this was a chiropractor video, yes, I probably would. But it's Bob and Brad. I don't think they care. I mean, I care. <laughs> you know, Listen. so there's that. <laughs> you gotta you gotta fix that posture. And then I've been working out the, the knots, muscle knots. Some of those are like, oh my God, some are like crazy tight. Have you ever worked out a muscle knot? Um, I don't know. I'm sure that says a lot about me that I'm like, <laughs> my muscles are smooth. <laughs> so Zero like, knots there. Uh, so there's like trigger points throughout your body and like your muscles like knot up and, uh, you have to essentially break the knot up to get better circulation and like the muscle back to normal. But some are just like super tight. So if you, like, reach behind your back, usually in the middle upper part of your back, there's, like, a couple, and you just kind of feel around, and then you might feel a sensitive spot. And when you feel it, you, like, push into it. And sometimes it's, like, so bad it can, like, run down your arm. The Like, the pain, it'll, like, go down your arm, and if you hold it, you feel it kind of slowly break up, and the pain, like, dissipates in your arm. Shit's crazy. There's a guy that works as a audio tech uh, when we do audio recording for video games. And he's a great dude. Uh, he is like one of those hardcore bodybuilders. And mm. he has that problem all the time. So when we're in the booth, what he'll do when he's sitting there is he... I know they have them online that you can buy that are like, you know, uh, actually made by a company. But he yeah. created his own muscle... <laughs> Not breaker. It's literally a power drill or like a power saw, <laughs> except he removed the saw bit and instead put this giant like I'm gonna say fist on it, and he sticks it in his like on his body and presses the trigger and it gets like, and it starts like pounding his flesh, and he's like, oh yeah, that's good. And the one time you put it on my back, I almost felt my whole body shatter. I was like, you do this all the time, and he's like, oh yeah gets me so loose and i'm like i've never felt more tense <laughs> everything about me i was i braced for impact it was like <laughs> i was like oh yeah it was crazy i was like how how do you do this all the time he's like don't no, it's nothing's better for you it's so good 
all my muscles, I feel like I'm just floating on water. I'm like, I think that's your body rejecting it. What? Like, I don't know what's happening. You shouldn't feel like you're floating on water, right? He's like, no, man. Whenever I sit down, I just feel great. I was like, well, I feel great sitting down too. I don't need that in my body. He's like, I'm telling you, man, one day you're going to wish you had this. And now I see everyone showing them off. Like, this is my muscle relaxer. And it's like this giant gun that just oh, the massage you. guns. Yes, yeah. but he made his own he made his own one. <laughs> and I it like it goes like 18 times faster than any massager I've ever seen. I'm like, oh my god, that thing's crazy looking. Yeah, I actually bought one off Amazon. But I don't use it on like my neck or anything, because like you're not supposed to use it on you know, your neck or whatever, because it's, you know, there's, like, vital arteries I there. Promise, and being yeah, like, no. yeah, I promise I won't take any of this out of context. So you bought a massager and you don't use it on your neck. Where do you use your massager? Well, I use it on my hamstrings. Uh-huh. Uh, the calves. Yep. Gotta work the calves. Uh, yep. the glutes. It'll really get into the glutes. Uh, and then I try to use it on my back. But it's hard to, like, reach back there, so it's like, uh, you know, you can get certain points. And then use it on, like, the uh Just grab Toast and be like, baby girl, you gotta do my back. And she'll be like, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she probably would, actually. That's what I'm saying. What's the point of being married if you can't get your wife to, to drill your back? <laughs> That's a great point. All I'm saying, like, <laughs> why, even have, why even live with another person if you gotta do it all yourself? Uh, I mean, she will scratch my back. Be but like, you, I didn't even I'll, think of I'll like, do you, you do me. Let's get in there and just like go to town on each other's backs. Break those things. That's true. I need the I need to break some of those muscles up. That's uh, what I'm saying. When we're done here, you should be like, "Hey, girl, get over here," and she'll be like, "What the hell is your problem?" Be like, "Hey, girl, get over here," and then just lay down and be like, "Destroy my back," and she'll be like. I thought you'd never ask. And then you'll realize, you know, you unlocked a new part of your relationship. You're welcome. Um, oh, that's the other thing I use. The, uh, the tennis balls. So, oh, on uh, your feet? No, on your back. Oh, oh so, on your back. Oh, you yeah. lay on them? Yeah, I learned this when I actually did physical therapy two years ago. Uh, you, like, take two tennis balls... This is like the, you know, makeshift version. You take them and you put them in like a sock or something. But I bought the one that's like an actual like two ball weird dog toy contraption thing. And so <laughs> you yeah. lay down or you can either do it against the wall or you can lay down on it if you want like some super pressure. And you kind of just roll your back on it and you, that helps you find the knots. And oh my God, if you hit like some spots, it can be like so painful you want to like throw up. You are not selling this at all. At all. <laughs> but then the pain dissipates and you feel great. <laughs> you are not even selling this at all. You're making it sound like popping a pimple, but it's your whole body. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, it kind of is that same feeling. Because at first you're kind of like, ooh, but then you pop it and you're like, nice. you know? Yeah, well, that's not, I mean, like... <laughs> Your whole body shouldn't be like that, I think, but all right, yeah. Well, it's the, the main areas, like the, the upper back, you know, the the neck, the, the you know, everything you, like, work, like hamstrings, you know? I guess. But especially now I've been, like, upping my cardio. Ooh, your heart will thank you. I know, I need it for my blood pressure. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing that. And uh, slowly, I'm upping my, uh, my, my like, amount of time I can do the cardio for. So, like, that's, uh, a, that's the one thing that I can do well. It's <laughs> cardio. It's weird. Like, I, uh, it's always, <laughs> it's always, I think I should probably be insulted, but I never am. Every time <laughs> I go to a doctor, like, I can go on, on a cardio machine. Like, I'll stop because... I'm like, well, I guess that's enough time, right? But I'm not right. like, oh, I'm so worn out, which I probably should should work even harder to wear myself out. But I'm like, I don't know. I've got stuff to do now, right? <laughs> so, yeah. but I'll go. I'll never forget. I went to the dentist one time and they took my blood pressure and um, they were like, oh, wow. I was like, what? They're like, are you? Oh, okay. Well, your blood pressure's fine. And I think they thought it was going to be terrible. And I was like, I think I should be insulted. <laughs> they were like, this fat ass walking in here. <laughs> and they were like, oh, it's fine. And they were like, wow. They were all shocked. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> this is, uh, I've never seen this before. I like do cardio well. Yeah. Look, I'm on, I'm on a process. When you start at fat, you don't just automatically become skinny. There's a whole series of fat in the way. You got to go. There's like super fat and then like mega fat. And then like there's all the fats. You don't just like show up one day thin and people be like, oh, you're doing well. Like, damn, work with me here. So, yeah, they were like, oh, oh. <laughs> so I just looked at them like, is something wrong? Like, no, actually nothing's wrong. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's a. Uh... It's the same with me. People are always like, oh, my God, you got high blood pressure. You're thin. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I eat like Cheesecake Factory spaghetti and meatballs. So I'm eating like two days worth of sodium today. (laughs) (laughs) So that's uh, so I mean, you know, the cardio is not because like, you know, I do weights, but like with weights, you get some cardio, but you're not getting like cardio cardio so like i'm uh, i'm working my way i did like five minutes then i did eight minutes then i did 10 minutes today i did 12 minutes of just of like what? constant uh like elliptical 12 see this is the difference this is this is why i have to believe those people on the internet who are like cardio is not how you lose weight i have to believe that because i'm going like 45 to an hour oh my god yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> I'm but I I'm going like 45 minutes to an hour on that shit and you're like 12 minutes and I'm like well there's my problem. <laughs> Cardio beneficial times. World Health Organization recommends that whatever type of cardio exercise you choose to do, you should do it for at least 10 minutes at a time to get most benefits. If you engage moderate intensity workouts such as brisk walk, then 30 minutes can help. So you need at least 10 minutes. I mean, I imagine you're probably going faster than me just because of aerodynamics. <laughs> but, oh yeah, probably. But I, <laughs> and I'm I, still, uh, I'm still I doing it up. at like a rapid pace. Yeah, I mean, forty minutes—that's a long time, though. I've heard that like when you do only cardio, though, your body does like something where it starts to go in like a survival mode, and then it starts storing fat after a while of doing cardio. I don't know. I mean. I've 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 learned a lot of things. Being fat, you learn a lot of shit <laughs> over the years. Right. Like you're all people always send you things, give you advice. My mom literally recently gave me a cookbook. Like for some reason, I'm gonna ever use that. And get, and it's like, you know, like losing weight. I'm like, cool. Thanks for another reminder, mom. I am on it. Don't worry. 
<laughs> thanks, thanks again for reminding me. <laughs> another one next year. <laughs> I'm like, awesome, cool, another reminder. And um, I uh, was going through. I was reading this one article, and it was like, well, one of the problems with burning fat is previous drug use. I'm like, what does that mean? And it's like, well, when you're overweight, if you do anything that has like marijuana in it, it gets stored in your fat. And so when you lose weight, <laughs> that chemical releases into your body. And I was like, wait a minute. So the more weight I lose, I'm just going to get high. I'm like, oh no. Oh no. Well, <laughs> I was like, well, that explains a whole lot, I guess. <laughs> Man, it's <laughs> so I'm learning all sorts of weird things. All the facts. The thing is, like, we have like the opposite problems. We're not, you know, we're not normal. <laughs> so, like, no. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. Where, like, I've always been skinny, so I had to gain weight, especially when you start working out and you gotta like bulk. And so everyone's like, "Oh, just eat cake." I'm like, "I don't want to die. <laughs> you know, I don't get diabetes at 35." You telling me? You telling me that my idea to eat two toaster strudels every morning <laughs> wasn't gonna do it for you? <laughs> You would have gained weight super fast. <laughs> yeah, well, I've also got the stomach and the IBS, the gastritis. It's like, you you know, which one do you want? Speaking of IBS, I discovered what? that I can't do almond milk. Oh. So, in my uh, effort to, you know, not be a giant monster of <laughs> lard ever again... Um, I, <laughs> I, that was weirdly descriptive. I, uh, I got a mixer and I've been doing like smoothies, right? Like veggie and fruit smoothies. And, uh, it's been going very well. I'm like killing it. But, uh, one of the suggestions that people were like, Hey, instead of using milk, milk, use almond milk. And I was like, okay. I mean, I've never really given it a shot before, but I like almonds. So that's fine. Uh, Put it in, I had to go to the bathroom for like a whole day straight. And then was like, well, something's wrong. What happened? What did I eat? And I didn't realize it was the almond milk until I ran out of almond milk and then it just stopped. And I was like, oh, no. And huh. so, uh, yeah, almonds I can handle, but apparently almond milk makes me like, I, I'm not even gonna, I, I spent over the course of a week, I'm going to say 85% of the time on the toilet. I was gone destroyed my body i and i feel fine now didn't know that was the case had no clue looked it up online couldn't find anything about it i found one um article not article one post on a forum where someone was like can almond milk give you diarrhea and people were like i've been thinking about this too and ever and i guess there are other people like me who can eat almonds but almond milk just gets you. I have no idea why. Huh. No idea why. So I guess I'm allergic to it. I have no idea. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, that's uh, as somebody who's been the multiple <laughs> gas as a professional. All, that's the top thing. <laughs> I'm gonna save you Thanks. your copay for your first visit. Uh, they're they're like, here's what you do: keep a food diary, and then look at the things that irritate you. And uh, at first, you're like, this is dumb. But then you do it, and you're like, huh, this thing probably does it. And this thing probably does it. And then before you know it, you know, you eliminate those things, and you're like, wow. It was strange. I had right. never experienced that before huh. where one food could cause that. Right? Like, I, I can eat almonds. I can eat a whole handful yeah. of almonds. But I wonder if because almond milk is, like, 
more almond per, you know, like the per capita of all. I have no clue. Yeah. Maybe I truly am. I have some sort of almond thing. I don't know. I have no idea. But it got it got me. And for a few days, I was, I thought because I had uh, the night before made like a an oven pizza. And so I thought it was that. I was like, oh, that pizza mm. got me for a whole. But then I realized it was the milk. And I was like, what? So, yeah, I guess I guess I'm in the yeah. Crendor train. Here's the thing. Eventually, we're just going to switch. We're going to switch personalities <laughs> well, and bodies. We'll just. And then we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I'm, uh, I'm going full on buff door for the rest of my life. Can't stop. I want to see full-on buff door, like, 85. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'll, be the, I'll be that guy. I'll be the old guy at the gym with a clipboard. It is interesting. I, I, I feel like my parents are a good role model in that as they're aging through their 70s, they're like, you know, well, going towards and aging into the Like, they're, like, killing it right now. They're doing very, very well. They, uh, you know, have the mm. movement of much younger people because, you know, you see some people in their early mid seventies who are just like a mess and, uh, you know, I'm like, wow. All right. So, oh yeah. There used to be a woman who lived on the block, um, that my parents lived on. I don't know what's going on with her now. I hope she's doing well. She was like 90 something. Moved better than most 20-year-olds I've seen. Lady was like every day outside doing stuff. And I was like, damn, those that is a life's worth of great genetics and working out or something. I have no idea what's going on there. That woman lucked. She, <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. She would be like walking up and down the street, talking to people, living her best damn life. And I was like, that is that is the goal right there. Everyone should be trying to do that. It was like biochemists I talked about a few weeks ago where they're doing all the like studies on yeah, the coronavirus, all that. I watched him talk about, because there's like a lot of people, you'll hear it, where they'll be like, oh my God, my friend was a runner and they got it really bad. And so he was actually showing how on a cellular level that like marathon runners and Olympic athletes and just professional athletes actually are more susceptible to like viruses like respiratory viruses because their body is constantly in like a state of repairing interesting and so actually it's like how getting too little exercise is bad getting too much exercise is also like bad so because of that it's like wearing you down yeah there was a there's a woman who is constantly on news shows <clears throat> I, I don't remember her name but i think she works for one of the major newspapers or something like that and she was a marathon sprinter runner uh and she was one of the first people i saw on tv to actually get it mm. and so she was talking about how she still has all these things wrong with her and long-term side effects and i was like you saying that it click it like clicks that box of like oh yeah i guess that explains why she was one of the first people like immediately got it yeah like he was showing on a graph of like things they were studying and everything like people that would just do walks for like 20 minutes a day every day we're like far better off than people that were like marathon runners because you're like when you think about it you're you're like your body is super stressed constantly like you're running marathon <laughs> like you're you're pushing it to its limits which is like it's cool if you want to do that but you know it I mean 
we are just flesh machines at the end of the day, like truthfully. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, if you have a sports car and you want to put that thing on, you know, sport mode and rev it up as fast as you can go and drive down the highway at like 200 miles an hour, you can do that. But if you do that for twelve hours, your car is gonna. You open that hood, that's just gonna <laughs> yeah. be red, right? Like yeah. that's you're gonna have some problems. And if you keep doing it over and over and over again, you're gonna wear out that car. Yeah, exactly. So it's just uh, it's one of those things of life where it's like just just find the good the good balance, you know? Don't everything just sit in, the chair. in moderation. Don't, exactly. Just get that moderation going. You know, you don't need like five hours of cardio. You need like the you know twenty thirty minutes. That's all you need. Well, I'm still going to do my 40 to an hour. <laughs> I do <laughs> it when fine. I watch TV shows. That's, I mean, that's why I do it that long. Uh, that makes sense. Because I'll do it over the course of a TV show. So if it's like, you know, a half hour show, I'll go a little bit over. And if it's an hour long show, I'm like, perfect. And that's, yeah. yeah. I have that's to watch TV. Thing, I can't man. work out without watching <laughs> something. My brain will actually become like you, Crendor. If I am, <laughs> I, I realize this. I don't ever like think inside my head. Unless I'm working out. If I'm working out, I'm thinking about all everything else in the world except working out and how much I hate working out. <laughs> I'm like, I ain't we doing anything other than this. If I turn on the TV, it's it's over so quickly. I just need my music. I can't do music. Music, <laughs> I will I will get in my own head. I'll start to think about shit. And not even like you know, like important stuff, just everything th- about how much I'll be like, oh my leg and uh, <laughs> sweaty and oh, this pant leg's riding up a little. And oh, Maybe it depends God. on your listening too, as well. Cause like I got my wub wubs, right? Like I'm going hard EDM. I need so to have like, lyrics. I can't just do I can't just do music. If I ha- I need something to distract me from the process of working out. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you probably would not have. No, I, trust me. Style. I have I have tried. I have tried to. I like need a distraction. It's like when I do my weightlifting, I do my big rooms. You hit the drops. You're like, you get like the, that's when you lift. And then when I do uh, cardio, that's when I hit the trance music. So you got to get put in that trance state. And it's like, I wish that was the case. The only thing that can save me is Marishka Hargitay and the folks over at Law and Order. That's what I need. Well, you know what? It's, you know. We're all we're all different, but we're all the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking speaking of different, um, before we move on, I have a story I want to tell you. All right. Last night, well, actually, last afternoon ish, I went to the grocery store to grab some stuff for the week, right? Mm-hmm. And as I pulled in, I opened my door and I hear loud screaming. Like I have no idea where it's coming from. No idea who's doing it. But I hear this loud screaming. And then I see out of the corner of my eye a guy like stomping around the parking lot. And I look at him. And he's walking around his car and just screaming at the top of his lungs. I don't know if he was doing it into a cell phone. I could not see it. (laughs) He might have just been screaming to himself. I do not know. But let me describe to you what he was screaming. I had to write this all down. He said... How dare they me to me? If they want to come from my ass, they got to know what ass this is. My brother's a lawyer. His Mimi's a lawyer. Paul Johnson, he's a lawyer too. If anyone wants to take me down, they got to take down Paul too. 
Already, I'm like, oh my god, I need to write this down immediately. I like got back in my car, rolled down the window, and started furiously <laughs> typing this out. I was like, this is some Cox and Crendor shit right here. <laughs> and he began, he like stomping around the car, and you could see everyone was like, what the hell? People were avoiding him. He was in the back of the parking lot, which is good, but everyone was trying to park near him, and they see him, they like <laughs> drive away. And so he kept saying stuff like, um, this is another quote I wrote down. All those weak-ass bitches ran to Texas. A hard-ass like me, I stay right where I am. They want to come for me? They better come hard on that ass. That is another quote he said. <laughs> and he kept saying, like, the craziest things. Again, let me, let me just say it one more time. I don't know that he was talking on a phone. I don't know what was going on. It was just weird. And he was walking around his car furious, like, Truly angry, not just, you know, like that crazy angry where you're shouting to the heavens, like, I want chicken nuggets, you know, like, like wait, I guess <laughs> yeah. they're a little weird. <laughs> this guy was pissed, like red faced, walking around his car. And so eventually I got out and uh, walked up to the entrance. And as I got up to the entrance, he was getting louder and louder and louder. And the door opened and a security guard walked out and he looked at me and then he looked at the guy and then uh, uh, a homeless dude who had been in the corner walked over and goes, dude, I think there's a skunk over there. And the security guard looked at him and he's like, what? And he's like, yeah, it smells like poop over there. And the guy's like, dude, you poop over in the corner? He's like, no, nah, man, it was a skunk. The security guard was like, oh, my God. <sighs> Turned around, walked right back inside. He didn't want to deal with either of it. <laughs> he just walked back in. The he was like, no, nah, I need to be inside the store. And so the homeless guy looked at me and he's like, the skunks here are terrible. Not, like, I just want to say for the record, did smell. It did smell like a skunk. But the dude is just like, you poop in the corner again. He's like, no. And so, me, so, now there's yeah. this, <laughs> so now there's this guy screaming in the parking lot. And people are afraid to leave the Rouse. Like people are exiting and looking at this guy and sort of just standing around the entrance. Which, by the way, smells like skunk now. And so I was like, I got to see how this plays out. And eventually two police officers walk up to him. I don't know where their car was. They just like walked up to him. They were probably at the Chipotle nearby. Who knows? They walked up and they're like, sir, is everything all right? And the guy was like, they think they're going to break me. They think they're going to break me. Me to this shit. And I was like, what, what happened to this guy? What did this guy do? I have to know. I will never get. I will never get that answer. Because the cops were like, "All right, sir, you need to go." And he was like, "Oh, can you believe this? Can you believe what they're doing to me?" And he's like, "You need, sir, you need to go." And the guy's like, "Fine, I'll go. I've got to take out the trash anyway." Got in his car and left. <laughs> I was like, if I was a cop, I would have been like, "Whoa, what are you? What do you mean?" I'm like, this guy's gonna kill someone. I. Don't know why they let him drive away. They just let him go, and he drove away. <laughs> and then uh, I walked into the I walked into the realms. So when I came back out, it didn't smell like skunk anymore, and the guy was gone. So I guess it all worked out. But <laughs> it was a weird night. I was like, ah, oh, okay. Well, that that happened. Yeah, I immediately I immediately messaged <laughs> I messaged Gerard because the guy looked just like his brother, and I was like, dude, I know it's not your brother. I know it's not your brother, but. I had to double take because outside of Ralph's, there's a guy who looks just like your brother, dude. So I had to immediately text him <laughs> while it was going on. I was like, oh, my God. This dude who looks like your bro is losing it in the parking lot. 
So yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty much that was pretty much my night is what that was. Uh, L.A. You know, <laughs> never a dull moment. That's a truther. <laughs> well, speaking of truthers, here we go. Did you know one of the most powerful ways to improve your overall health? We talked a lot about that today. And happiness <laughs> yeah. is to get a good night's sleep, no matter what you're doing with your muscles. Or the food you're eating, or the workouts you're getting in. If you ain't sleeping, uh, you're doing it wrong. That's truther. And of course, right now, sleep is tough for a lot of us. It's becoming harder and harder to stay and fall asleep. And thankfully, Calm is here to help. The app designed to ease you into stress-free sleep and get that good night's rest. And when you relieve your anxiety and improve your sleep... You have a better part of not just the next day, but every other day after that for the rest of your life. Calm has a whole library of programs designed for healthy sleep, like soundscapes, guided meditations, over a hundred sleep stories narrated by soothing voices like Stephen Fry, Kelly Rowland, Laura Dern, many, many more. I love the ones that are literally like, and now a train story. And it's like someone reads you a story about a train while the train track noise is in the background. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, yeah. the Oriental Express pulled in. And you're like, oh. And they just pass out. So good. <laughs> Over 85 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds and get better sleep. And if right now you go to calm.com slash cox, calm.com. Slash Cox, you'll get a limited time offer for 40% off a premium subscription, which includes hundreds of hours of programming. So, transform the way you sleep right now. Go to calm.com slash Cox, 40% off a premium subscription. That's calm.com slash Cox. All right, Crendor, let's go to Chopper Chopper. Let's go to Crendor. There's a traffic out there. Oh boy, I love the way that you started pronouncing calm. I'm, uh, I'm working on it. Uh, I People people keep getting me. People do keep getting yeah. I notice a lot of people overpronounce things too, like when people say important. I notice a lot of people say like important. That is an important thing. And I'm always like, it's important. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same people who say what? Where? Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 Um, yeah. yeah, like... You know, I have plenty of things, but I do the same with sandwich. I'm always like, it's a sandwich, but some people are like, sandwich, sandwich. Sandwich like, is sandwich. what I say when I'm being goofy. <laughs> I need a sandwich. Well, say, say sandwich. Sandwich. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. There's some words I can sandwich. do fine. There are other words I'm like, woof. People are like, what'd you say? I'm like, woof. They're like, not woof, <laughs> the noise it makes. What's the animal <laughs> called? I'm like a wolf. Oh, yeah, wolf. I have an L problem. Yeah, I, I have an L. I have an L issue. Uh, what about like balloon? Balloon. Okay, you can do that. It's it's not when it's like the L sound. It's the all sound. Ah, uh, I see. Uh, there's some cars out here. Back to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Crandall. Let's go to weather. I was about to say let's go to chapter chapter weather, <laughs> but let's go to weather. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Hey, welcome to the chapter weather copter. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, let's go. I'll find another. Uh, I'll find another one of those comments people uh got on the YouTube. <laughs> one of those show. comments people have. 
someone said I worked at Applebee's. We had a contest to see who could cook with the most salt. <laughs> oh my god, that's so gross. <laughs> sounds about right. That's so <laughs> gross. I don't even know. Here's it the thing. Here's the thing. You could real if you like took a steak, salted the mm. shit out of it, let it sit for a while, and then cooked it. I bet you could get away with being like, I use the most salt. And not have it taste You're like good, a yeah. complete ass. I'll tell you what. I've been like primarily cooking at home this last week. And it feels great. I love cooking at home. You got like a whole, you got a whole thing going. But here's the thing. You can all, yeah. you have like people to cook for too. That's true. Too, Me, yeah. I'm like a bowl of cereal will do. <laughs> uh, somebody wants the weather for Jerome, Arizona. Sure. All right, Jerome. Someone also said Jerome is cool. Sounds good enough for me. Is the weather cool? Uh, Probably not if it's Arizona. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, no. Uh, Jerome, Arizona. Well, wow, there's a lot of Jerome places. Uh, let's kick it over. We haven't had Whoppy in a while. Hey, Whoppy, wake up. Whoppy activated. Jerome, Arizona weather. <laughs> As of 435 Mountain Standard Time. 71 degrees Fahrenheit. Sunny. Today's forecast, 65, 53, 43. Feels like 71 degrees Fahrenheit. Sunrise, 6.20 a.m. Sunset, 6.47 p.m. Humidity, 40%. Pressure, 30.07 inch. Visibility, 10 mile. Wind, 5 miles per hour. Dew point, 19. UV index, 1 of 10. Moon phase, full moon. Whoa, whoa. End day, 40 degrees, cloudy skies. Monday, 73, mostly sunny, 68. Tuesday, sunny. Wednesday, 68, sunny. Thursday, 75, mostly sunny. Friday, 77, mostly sunny. Saturday, 78, mostly sunny. Sunday, 74, partly cloudy. There is, wow, this is so interesting. So I went to go look up Jerome. Because I want right. to see about it. And uh, there's a website that I'm going to give them a shout out. Passionsandplaces.com. Where I guess it's this couple that travels the country looking at, I guess, the country. And uh, <laughs> it's just crazy. They went to Jerome, Arizona. And they have an article called Exploring the Best and Quirkiest quirkiest Attractions. Can't even say that word. In Jerome, Arizona, Arizona. And it's looking at it, it seems kind of like. Stuck somewhere between a very small town and a ghost town. Huh. Well, it, it it's I guess it's near Sedona. It's maybe two hours away from Sedona, but uh, they're like, yeah, Sedona feels like a tourist trap, but this area is kind of out in the middle of nowhere, and it's it's an old mining town. So they have a lot of photos of old closed mines and buildings that no longer you know no one's in anymore. Um, oh. The population, I guess, is under 500 people. And Interesting. It, they go, they're driving around taking photos of it, and it looks kind of, it looks like that ghost town vibe, where there's you know weird shops. But then they go to the heart of the town on Main Street, and it's all like art and uh, art galleries and and like crazy. It's fascinating. Wine tasting. Huh. There's uh, like me some wine taste. There's Airbnb places. One of them's called the Bohemian Bohemian Bordello. Get out of town. Is this true? I'm <laughs> clicking on this. Oh, I think it's booked up. 
can't find it. Oh, no bordello today. No bordello today. <laughs> oh, this is so interesting. Yeah, there's the Mile High Inn. There are all these different places, and they look. It looks like it's from the 1920s. All of it, but it's, <laughs> but it's fascinating that. Like, what does the inside of this look like? The Mile High Inn. I'm not gonna lie. It looks like a very nice, comfy place. They have a photo of what I assume is some sort of delicious-looking sandwich. <laughs> I don't even like. <laughs> it's not. It's not bad. Oh, huh. the Mile High Inn. I guess is like up on top of a hill, looking down over the. It's it, yeah. It's an interesting. It's little, probably a mile high. Yeah, it's an interesting little. T- I doubt it's Denver, Colorado <laughs> high, but like they, <laughs> they have all of these. Oh no. <laughs> I scrolled down, and I was like, oh, yeah, art galleries. Let's look at these. And there's, you know, one called Just Jan and the Artist Co-op, and then there's, like, 527 Gallery and all these different places. And then there's Jerome Tattoo, and I swear I thought it was a woman getting her butt tattooed, but it's just the way she's posing. (laughs) But um, I was like, ah, never mind. There's small-town America. But But it's it's interesting. I love finding little places like this. I never would have known this existed. Yeah, that's really cool. So that's Jerome, Arizona. All right, let's go to sports. Sports. Welcome to the sports desk. Um, So, big sports news all around. Uh, Over in football, big-time trades happen. The San Francisco 49ers traded up to acquire the number three pick from the Miami Dolphins for number 12, third-round pick, and 22 and 23 first-round picks. So the 49ers looks like uh, they're going up to get a quarterback. So that'll be interesting. Uh, and then the Dolphins acquire the sixth overall pick and 156 overall pick from the Eagles for number 12, 123, and a 2022 first-round pick. So Dolphins trading all around. Eagles moving places. 49ers moving up. It's not even the draft day yet. We still got a month. Did you say 150-some pick? What did you say? Yeah, 100 and... There's 156. Every round is a 32 picks. I get it. That's just like a crappy pick. <laughs> if you're like, 50, yeah, I was drafted 152, well, <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, I just don't mention that. Here's the thing. Tom Brady was drafted like 180. I get it. I understand. I just, it's crazy. Sometimes <laughs> there's, a, there's some diamonds in the rough there, but the vast majority of them, the higher you're up, uh, the lower your chances of actually making what is it. The high, what is the last number that you could possibly be? Oh, that's actually a thing. Uh, last pick of NFL draft. I forgot what they call it. It's uh, I mean, like that's their last Mr. invite to the dance. They call it Mister Irrelevant. Damn, the two hundred fifty-fifth pick of the draft. Damn, that is brutal. Uh, but like, <laughs> you still made it in, right? Out of all the people that could yeah. have been drafted to play professional football, you're still at the show. Yeah. Uh. Like, looking back here, uh, for the recent Mr. Irrelevance, Caleb Wilson was 2019. He appeared in zero games. Yep. <laughs> Trey Quinn for the Redskins was 15 games. I guess the football team now. Chad Kelly Broncos played in one game. Kalen Reed Titans seven games. Who's got a lot here? Ryan Suckup, the kicker for the Chiefs, was 2009's last pick, and he's played 166 games. Damn. I mean, I guess that says a lot about the kickers they had before. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In 2000, Michael Green was a Bears defensive back. He played in 104 games. That's pretty solid. Yeah, that's not bad. uh, Every once in a while, you get somebody who's like, you know, 
pretty pretty all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that. Uh. And then over in NBA, whole bunch of trades happened in the NBA, including the Bulls, which I was very excited about. Uh, the Bulls traded a bunch of picks and players. They got Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic. Uh, pretty much an all-star center. They also got Daniel Tice from the Celtics, Troy Brown from the Wizards. Uh, I was very excited. I'm like, dude, Bulls are going to be great now. And then I watched them yesterday, and they were losing by 30 points. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> Why would you I do that know, to but yourself? Then, Apparently they didn't have any practice. They didn't do anything. So you know they need some time to gel. That's fine. I'll give yeah, them. Yeah, time yeah, 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 yeah. A whole season. That is. Yeah, they need, they need a while. Uh, uh, the Heat acquired Oladipo. Celtics got Fournier. You got the Magic trading Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. That's a big one. Uh, you know what? Lou Williams, the, Rondo. As you talk about teams, I just want to say this. I appreciate the hell out of basketball team names. Because <laughs> right. most teams, you know, in most sports, especially, I will say, uh, football in the rest of the world has some ridiculous names that I love. They're like crazy names that make no sense. But in America, most sports teams are like the Eagles, the, sh- the Shark Monsters, the Lizards, Tongues. You know, like, but in basketball, it's like <laughs> the Wizards, the Golden Nuggets, <laughs> the Heat. They're like, I don't know. I just love the names. They're so good. It is true. They're very good. I like the Minnesota Timberwolves, but they're always bad. And I just want them to be good for once. Yeah, well, that's they, were, they, they named themselves the they Timberwolves. Had, uh... They would have named themselves the Minnesota <laughs> Cheesemongers. Would have been fine. <laughs> like, they, they had Kevin Garnett in the 90s. That's like when they were good last. But Michael Jordan was still playing, so they couldn't do anything. Damn, that must... Uh, I feel bad for all those guys <laughs> who were, like, peak basketball warriors. And then Jordan was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dude, there's still like stories of like like Kevin Garnett, for example. This he's like every time I see Michael Jordan nowadays, he like grabs my head and he's like, "Remember '96 where I dunked over you?" Just <laughs> like do shit like that. Just <laughs> like crazy because like he's won enough that he can do it, but you're just like, "Dude's crazy." <laughs> Remember um, when I destroyed you? <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then the the Utah Jazz are actually number one. Speaking of yeah, 90s the teams. Utah Jazz. See another great name. Yeah, and then the the Phoenix Suns, the Clippers are in second and third. Uh, you got the 76ers in first. You got the Nets right behind them. Uh, Bucks right behind them. Uh, and then over in hockey, let's check the standings here. We've got Tampa Bay at the top with Carolina right behind. You got Washington with the Islanders. You got Vegas with the Colorado Avalanche right behind. And then you got the Maple Leaves with the Winnipeg Jets right behind. Uh, why is it the Winnipeg Jets? Great question. Who cares? I love it. <laughs> That's true. Whatever. Um, and then uh, fun Buffalo Sabres fact. Anyone want some Sabres facts? There, You know there's a person out there who does, yes. <laughs> I don't know if they do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Buffalo Sabres, after looking like the uh, last couple years they were on the rise, uh, have lost, <laughs> I believe, nine in a row. Oh, my God. And they have 16 points, which, to put into perspective, the best teams in the league have 50. Yep, that's that's, uh, that's so. rough. That's rough. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> and the next, the next closest team to them is at 28. So, uh... 
That's pretty bad. Especially, and, and um, here's the thing. <laughs> Buffalo is a hockey town. Oh, yeah. So I can't, this would be like when Toronto sucks. Yeah. I can only true. imagine it's what like, radio talk shows are like. Get them out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the Sabres and you got the Bills and that's it. At least the Bills are doing something now. Yeah, the Bills actually in New York, people who lived in, you know, New York City were like, I'm a Bills fan now. It's like, you liar. <laughs> Um. So yeah, it's, it's sad for sad for Buffalo. They used to be one of my favorite teams because I liked that they had a buffalo on their logo. <laughs> so I hope they get good. I hope they take the spot of like, I don't know who's a team I don't like up here. Uh, the Islanders. I don't give a shit about the Islanders. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people do. Let's be real. <laughs> uh, and that's sports. All right, Quendor. What is our big news story and stupid fact of the day? Oh boy, it's time for the random fact. Uh, oh yeah, also baseball. It's you know still spring training. Yeah, baseball, baseball. We'll get to it when it's you know October. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna scroll down. Find a random fact. Sharks can live for five centuries. What? That's right. Greenland sharks are known to be some of the oldest living animals in our world. Researchers did carbon dating on a Greenland shark that was caught in 2014 and found to be 392 years old. Oh my god. That's insane. Further testing revealed our fishy friends could be up to 500 years old. They do say, don't they have that whole thing where they talk about, I mean, I was going to say, isn't that the premise of a few movies where they try to like, we can cure cancer with sharks. Right? Something about their the cartilage or the way they heal. I have no yeah. idea how it works. But usually it ends with sharks killing us because they're godless killing <laughs> machines. Dude, that shark was alive. It says right here when Leonardo da Vinci painted the Mona Lisa. That's what I'm saying. He was like, I'm going to get da Vinci. And he couldn't. So now he, he can't die. He's like, I can't go till I kill another famous painter. Yeah. The da Vinci curse. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a movie. Uh, um... <laughs> We have to feed them Leonardo da Vinci's grandkids, great great grandkids. <laughs> Dude, that's a Nick Cage movie. If I find <laughs> no Nick Cage movie, yeah, um, we still got to watch that one. Uh we do. We need to. We need to set it up. I, I bought the Snoop Dogg one. I have my Snoop Dogg wine it. too. Did, did I tell you that I found there's a Snoop Dogg rosé as well, and I almost want to have that instead? <laughs> yes, we found it on this podcast. Did we? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't remember what I do anymore. <laughs> Last year has been a mess. I realize it's been literally a year now, and I'm just like kind of over it. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, I did get a. I forgot. I got a weird news request. He said he sent it to both of us, and then he sent it to me on my Patreon. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he really wants the story read. It is. Really does. Uh, it's from. Hold on. Let me give him a thing. Uh. King Kivik, they said the horse meat vigilante. <laughs> this, this has to be a good story. It's got to be good. Florida horse meat vigilante. He's also a Florida man, by the way. All right, Florida man. Let's do this. Uh, from his secret compound, Richard Kuodu stages undercover buys to bring down unlicensed slaughterhouses. Police say they'd be happy to work with him only if he'd follow the rules. <laughs> He's like horse meat Batman. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> yes. Where's the meat coming from? <laughs> Tell me who's bringing in the meat. Yeah. Oh, I love it. 
Uh, he saw what PETA was doing and realized it was completely ineffectual. No more marches, no more signs, no more half measures. Time to strap on the tactical vest and some fingerless gloves. Justice is a dish best served at a gala. Oh my god, the I <laughs> love this guy. I was like, PETA's a bunch of puss! I'm out there doing the real thing! Oh my god, this is amazing. Alright, yes? The police won't even work with this guy because his methods are too extreme. Any man too extreme for the Florida police is not to be trifled with. <laughs> Seriously, do not mistreat horses around Richard Kuodu. Something tells me he's thought up some pretty innovative ways to enact pain against those who package horse burgers. Drawing and quartering, a lovely medieval practice of chaining a man's arm to one set of horses and his legs to another set and then sending the horses in opposite directions. Oh my god. Come to mind. <laughs> Did you know there's an underground market for horse meat in Florida? I did, I did not know that. <laughs> I don't think anyone did. <laughs> Richard says in the clip that a certain farm he's watching kills horses with sledgehammers. Oh, my, oh God. my God. See, that's the problem. Like, there's got to be a more humane way than to bash a head in. Holy crap. Yeah, seriously. You don't find the dark night of Florida's animal slaughter underworld. You put out a signal and he finds you. <laughs> yes, he has his own his horse signal. <laughs> I, I, I want to let uh, you know, I want to let you know, during this story in the background, I'm hearing the old animated Batman music in my head, and I just, <laughs> I'm very excited for this. Kuoto's uh, 50 years old, bald, and powerfully built with a white goatee. He wore tactical gear and carried a concealed handgun. Decade-old YouTube videos suggested his voice had dropped an octave to the Christian Baelish growl when he yes. punched orders from his swivel chair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where's the horde beast coming uh, from? <laughs> horse meat is slightly sweeter than beef and rich in protein omega-3 fatty acids in many part of the world it's celebrated as delicacy uh you can eat horse tartare in montreal italy japan but in u.s its consumption has been essentially banned when congress stopped funding plant inspections for the curious american sampling usually means a plane trip but there is one place closer to home where adventurous Adventurers can find the equine steak in South Florida, only 20 minutes from South Beach, festers a hotbed of open-air abattoirs. Are you kidding me? There are, there are, I love, I love that this is a, it, Florida has a lot of problems. I love this is another one of them. I, this is wild. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. This story is like 10 years long. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. God, this story's like actually ten years long. I don't know if I can read this whole thing. Well, get, like a give, yeah, give me the highlights. Where's the, where's the thug notes on this? Well, let me. I'm gonna skip to the bottom here. There's gonna be some crazy shit at the bottom. He and Kuodu called 911 on speakerphone to report animal cruelty at the property. Then we formed a convoy and drove into a warren of unpaved roads, farms, and slaughterhouses. When police arrived. They were exasperated to find Kuoto on the scene. They refused to storm the lot, then threatened Kuoto himself, accusing him of illegal tactics. This he is the problem. The police never the want to help. The police never want to help. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a clusterfuck, <laughs> Kuoto said once they departed. He was embarrassed and frustrated. The operation had cost roughly 150000 in salaries, hazard pay, veterinary care, undercover buys, and more. He'd been wrong to believe the police would go in, he said. Nothing ever seems to come of it. A few days later, detectives would return to the property to find the slaughterhouses shut down, the animals and their butcher gone. Police representatives later told me they'd like to work with Kuoto in the future if he'll allow 
if he'll follow wiretapping laws and other evidentiary rules. Don't they get it? Has it has to be structure. He's the, <laughs> he's the dark horse. <laughs> he's the dark horse. Don't they understand? <laughs> he doesn't work within the law. He needs a Commissioner Gordon. Uh, he needs someone on his side inside the law who's like, I trust him with my life. I don't know who that strange man is, but he's a hero. The hero we need. <laughs> that November evening, Quodu headed home from his the raid. He stopped for gas, his mind swirling with doubts about the future. But as he pumped fuel under the fluorescent lights, he spotted a Hispanic man approaching. The stranger had something in his hand. Oh, my God. Have you ever seen this name before? The man asked Guado, oh passing him a shred of paper. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know who you are and what you do. You're going to want to look him up. Is he a horse killer? Guado asked. Yes. <laughs> the tipster drove off, and Guado climbed back into his truck and headed north to Arm headquarters. The pig and sheep remains would go into an evidence freezer. The baby goats would get names and graze in the sanctuary alongside Freedom's Flight. The doubts were, for the moment, erased. The Bruce Wayne of South Beach had a new lead. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I just could see him perched atop like a horse racing track or something, like staring down. <laughs> Lightning in the background. <laughs> this guy is amazing. Oh my god, this dude actually looks like Batman. Hold on, let me show you. Bum, bum, bum. He Look at really it. That's does. That's him cutting open evidence. Oh my god, he really does. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> he looks like if someone combined Batman and Captain Picard. <laughs> yeah, he does. This guy is amazing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so there you have it. The horse speed vigilante. I love this guy. Uh, what if a you great... want to read the whole story, just type in meat vigilante and you'll find the whole thing holy crap that is beautiful all right well that is it for us thanks so much for listening or watching or however you enjoy this podcast crendor hit him with the socials we've got socials youtube.com slash cox and crendor podcast you can listen to all the podcasts there you can cut off the podcast part you can watch the animations on youtube.com slash cox and crendor you can find us on soundcloud spotify itunes any podcast place probably also, follow our own things. We got YouTube.com slash Jesse Cox, YouTube.com slash Crendor, Twitch.tv slash Jesse Cox, Twitch.tv slash Crendor, Twitter.com slash Jesse Cox, Twitter.com slash Crendor, uh, Instagram, Notorious Cox, Instagram, Crendor was taken. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it. We'll see you all next time. And as always, wow, to be continued.